Welcome to the Ecom Shop Talk Podcast. Scott and Flav help you navigate the world of e-commerce today, including print on demand, to grow your e-com empire. They aren't gurus, but are pretty darn smart. Here are your hosts, Scott and Flav. Welcome everybody to the Ecom Shop Talk Podcast. My name is Scott Griffin, and I am here with and I am Flav Medeiros here with you to talk and shop with uh, Scott. Yeah, hopefully everybody is doing well out there. A brand new prog- podcast we are bringing to you, talking about all things e-commerce. That's right. So whether it's anything drop shipping or uh, print on demands, anything like that, we, we've got you covered. And I think you'll tell by this episode where we're going to share um, some tips that we have. In uh, future episodes, we'll expand on some of these topics as well as other topics. And if you have any ideas, things you want covered, go ahead, shoot us an email. That's going to be in the show notes as well uh, for you. So a little bit about myself, Scott. I'll just kind of start a little bit with that. And then maybe you can introduce a little bit about you. Um, For me, I live in New York with my wife and three kids. And I am a side hustler. I have a nine to five job. Uh, I love my job, but I also love building my own businesses. Been doing that for years in in the web design space, uh, recently more into the social media space and uh, e-commerce. So in my case, I love building brands. I love building social media channels and, um, you know, really generating sales and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, my goal is to be a crash test dummy for you and let you know on this podcast what, what works for me, what doesn't work, and just be very transparent about that. So uh, what about you, Scott? Very good, man. Yep. I am. I'm a Florida boy, born, raised, educated in Florida. I've got more of the, the creative flair ever since I was young. I've been able to, to draw and always enjoyed doing that, enjoyed the, the artistic side. Um, went to school for marketing, advertising, graphic design, web design, that kind of thing. Um, I'm currently full-time entrepreneur. So I'm enjoying that. Um, I started that in November of 2017. So I've been doing this full time for uh, a little over a year and a half now and enjoying every minute of it. Um, primarily in the print on demand space. Um, and yeah, just uh, just enjoying the, the grind, so to speak. Nice. So that means being in pajamas all day, just working and putting up products. I love it. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> um, all right. So I believe we have 11 tips today between us to get going. So shall we uh, get tipsy and get going with some tips that we have? Let's get tipsy. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so for me, my first tip for everybody, um, if you're getting started with e-commerce or maybe you've already started kind of dabbling in it a little bit, is uh, to test out and start on a marketplace. So it can be any marketplace, really depends what you are selling. If you're selling print on demands, then obviously we know Amazon is very good for that. Etsy, along with a ton of other marketplaces these days, whether it's Redbubble, Spreadshirt, uh, the majority of those websites I just mentioned don't cost a single dime uh, to get on them. So that's a great way to start before trying to build your own brand, before trying to you know get on Shopify, which we'll discuss afterwards. Um, 
you know, test the marketplace out and go from there. If you're doing drop shipping, if you're doing affiliate products, you have the same ability to do that as well. Just, you know, utilize something that's free to test out, prove concept, and then move on to building your own uh, platform. That is a great first tip. Perfect. Definitely test out the waters. I agree with that. Uh, so for my first tip, follow one course until successful. The acronym for the word of the day is focus. Focus, man. Um, you've got to stick with one thing. Uh, in the in the e-commerce world, it can get crazy. There are so many different platforms, so many different avenues that you can take. Um, definitely stick with one, one platform, one niche product group type thing, um, really until you've mastered that. And then at that point, move on to another so we're talking shiny objects right there they're pretty hard yes. to, to look away but yeah um you know yeah and i think a lot of people ask this all the time is you know how do you know you should start something new and my answer is always the same if you have either the money or the time or the ability to be able to withstand something else at the same time then by all means uh do that but if not then like scott said definitely focus on growing something seeing it through and you might find that it doesn't really perform like you want it to and that's fine then you can abandon it after you've given it a fair amount of time to to develop so yeah i, I like that tip because these days people go all over the place i'm a victim of that as well and you know unless you have the bandwidth it's, it's not a good idea yep and it it takes time always remember that that it takes time to build a business or even a side hustle uh, the unicorns are the the rare ones that are kind of the overnight success, but that's that's rare by far. So definitely give it time and focus. All right, awesome, awesome. So for my uh, next tip, I have building a brand from the beginning, which I think is really big. And in my world, I, I come from a sales background where I spent a long time being in the insurance and and. Uh, financial advisor world and a big thing that we always used to say was act as if so in other words if you're in front of this big client who's got a million dollars don't pretend like you're 23 years old and you don't even have two hundred dollars to your name even if that's tr true do it that way and with a uh, brand i feel the same way i think that if you're starting a print-on-demand brand if you're starting a shopify store anything like that um, act big, have good branding, pay to get a very good logo done or do it yourself if you're like Scott and have the design background, um, you know, maybe barter and switch um, with somebody else. Maybe, you know, somebody who's good at design and you're good at something else, then, you know, promise something to them. Uh, but just have your best effort to really build that brand from the beginning, you know, put a good effort into the, the name, you know, I mean, I can't count how many times I've visited the Shopify store that's called, you know, like, Johnny's teas and I'm like well how much effort was put into that is that really going to be your brand long term maybe it is but I'm thinking they just threw something together real quick um, instead and that's not something that's going to be very brandable that people want to follow so that's my next thing is no matter where you're selling uh, or what you're selling build a brand right off the get-go and I think it's going to to help with sales that's good and that that kind of leads into this next one uh, spending more time researching than any other step and whether it's researching on how to build a brand or um, coming up with the concept of your brand but just spending that initial time up front before you actually build it or design it or produce it 
Um, I've often kind of fell short in this aspect and, you know, it's, it showed in previous years um, because design is my strong point and the research aspect of it, I don't enjoy as much as the design aspect. So it was easy for me to kind of overlook the research phase and um, definitely didn't, um, you know, produce as fast as I could have, but uh, it was a, a learning curve and I learned, you know, you've got to spend that time researching upfront pretty much more than any other, any other step. Yeah. And you know, that, that's a good one. I wanted to ask you, and he left us out in the beginning, uh, but Scott is pretty big on, on merch by Amazon, great platform for print on demand. Um, you know, are you taking your time with research right now, as opposed to tons of uploads? Cause in the beginning of merch, everyone wanted to, you know, fill those uploads and all that, you know, daily. And I know you're doing a lot, but are you focusing more on the research than these days to make sure it's going to be in the right market? Yeah, for, for sure, especially with with Merch by Amazon. Um, it's definitely a more of a crowded space, a lot more competition out there. So research for now is is key, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's one of the things that I think on, you know, Merch in the past that I, you know, failed at. I would just have an idea in my head and like, oh, that'd make a great shirt and I would put it up. But, you know, maybe the market out there is only four people in the country. So that's not really a great <laughs> one to put up as opposed to doing that research and, and really finding that out. So I, I like that. Conduct the research um, and it'll save you a lot of time afterwards and having to deviate and go in different directions. Yep. So the next one I've got, Scott, is uh, pick one to two social media platforms to really build a presence on. So. I'm big with social media and when it comes to a brand, I really do believe you need to be on all platforms or, or most of the, the big ones, but, um, and I've preached it a lot of times, but I really think you need to focus on one to two of them and really find out where that audience is. So for one of my main brands on, on e-commerce, my, my audience is absolutely on Facebook. I already know that. I've had way better results there than I have on Instagram and, and other channels and Pinterest. So for me, that is my focus, but for everybody else, it might not be the same. I always give that example of, you know, if you're starting a Shopify store or brand on the marketplaces and you're focusing on, I don't know, fitness type attire and for 20 something year olds, they're, they're probably going to be mostly on Instagram, you know, posing with their nice, you know, pictures and you know, biceps and all their other, you know, yoga pants and all that. That's where they're going to be is on Instagram. Um, Facebook has become a much older platform. Um, but in return, if you're targeting an older clientele uh, or customers of, you know, 50 and over, then they, they're probably going to be on Facebook and as opposed to Snapchat and Instagram and all these other uh, newer type social media. So keep that in mind, have a presence on all of them. That's okay. But really focus on one to two of them where, you, where your audience uh, is at. Focus, man. <laughs> That's right. All righty. Next tip is believe in the products that you are selling. Um, if you don't like the product that you're selling, then it's going to show. It's going to show through in the listings that you create, the, the photography that you do, um, If whether it's a shirt, uh, if it's not, a soft type shirt or whatever. Uh, if you're just trying to save a few bucks getting a, a cheaper shirt, um, if you don't really care for it, it's going to show through. Same thing when it comes to the drop shipping side. Um, if you're going to get a cheap product from AliExpress or Alibaba, um, 
one that you don't believe in, again, it's going to show through. And ultimately, your sales will suffer because of that. Yeah, when I think of that, I think of like Etsy and the true handmade experts on there, people that are like handmaking jewelry and a lot of other paper products and things like that. Um, you know, if you look at their photos, they're like phenomenal. You know, they, they really, yeah. they go all out. They, they buy the lighting kind of like a lot of people do for eBay. They'll buy the lighting and stands and things like that and make it look like it's basically on the shelf of, you know, Macy's hurt, you know, any other big box store like that. So, um, you know, I, I think if you have that passion for the product, you're going to photograph it well, you can explain it well, just like Scott said, and um, you're probably going to price it right. You're going to respect the product a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, you really got to do that. It's a combination of, you know, it's that fine line between research and what's selling versus what I really love. Um, and as a designer, maybe you've done that a little bit with merch too, that little bit of wrestling match of, you know, what's selling in the market versus what do I personally like and, and want to design. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that kind of goes along with, you mentioned merch, that goes along with the platform, believe in the platform that you're selling on too. Uh, when a lot of people started with merch before, they were a little, you know, because merch was so new, they were a little scared to go uh, dive into it. Um, yeah. And now it's it's grown astronomically and it's even going to grow even more. You know, it's still uh, um, only a few years old, but still you've got to believe not only in the product that you're selling, but even in the platform that you're selling through. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, my next tip, Scott, is about advertising. And I know you know a little bit about this and haven't done a lot of ad ads in, um, uh, I, I guess, fourth quarter last year, right? I know you still do them now, but I, I yeah, do, yeah. Big, big spending last year. Um, but, but yeah, don't be afraid to advertise. You know, I always, um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely get into advertising but um, I always hear people say that you know dollars a day on you know a, a platform like Etsy or Amazon where they have their own internal ads system where it makes it easy to, you know oh two to three dollars a day that's too much I mean that comes out to sixty to ninety dollars in a month so but honestly go to the movies and get a bunch of popcorn and soda and stuff and tickets <laughs> that easily come out to double that price um, you know or maybe go out to eat at uh, Chili's, a regular restaurant like that, not an expensive one. And that, if you have a family, is going to come out to almost $100, if not more. So I, I'm just saying that just to put it in perspective of, you know, in the beginning, yes, we want to bootstrap. We don't want to spend. And I see in the groups all the time, Scott, and I'm sure you have too, of like, you know, hey, I just started my shop. I'm not getting any sales. What do I do? Well, you're new. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows your products. You have to push some traffic over there, especially if you're not on a platform, which is why, again, we recommended to start on a marketplace in one of the earlier tips. Um, but, you know, if you have your own website, you're going to have to push some traffic. And if you're in marketplaces, you're still going to have to push some uh, traffic. What are your thoughts there, Scott? Yeah, I agree completely. Um, definitely when you do that, you know, be sure to keep an eye on your numbers, keep an eye on the data and stuff just to make sure you're not just blowing money um, and just have a little bit of a, a mindset going in that you might lose a little bit of money, at least starting out. But in the long run, if you believe, you know, like I mentioned, if you believe in your in your product, if you believe in your design that, you know, it is a good niche, you know, it is a good design that it will sell. Um, sometimes it takes I'll use Merch by Amazon again, for instance, sometimes it takes a little bit for the uh the algorithm to understand especially if you're doing automated ads for it to understand uh kind of what 
audience to target it for and stuff. So I, I completely agree uh, that you should not be afraid to pay for advertising, but don't go balls to the wall initially spending hundreds of dollars and not really knowing what you're doing. It's true. If you, if you're listening to this, $15 a day, you know, at the end of the day, if your product is not right, yeah. you want, and I deal with this with clients on Facebook advertising all the time, where that's why I let them know I can't guarantee the results. I can give you some good copy and photos and things like that. But at the end of the day, if people don't want your product or the product is not good, I can't help that. And all the ads in the world are not going to get somebody to add to cart and uh, purchase. So that is the same thing on any marketplace. If, if we're pushing traffic to crap, then they're not going to buy. You need to make sure. Um, and the only way you know that is by, you know, then tweaks afterwards. And again, we'll get into a full episode on ads. But the bottom line here for these tips is don't be afraid to start with a little bit of advertising, especially on marketplaces where it's very easy to do. I agree. All righty. Next tip is content is king. And this statement kind of comes from the, the SEO world, search engine optimization. Um, it also holds true though for the end user um, with your descriptions, your titles, the product listings that you have. If you're just gonna be using the manufacturer's copy or you just have generalized text and information about it, it's gonna reduce conversions. Um, people aren't gonna see that. They're not gonna be excited about your product. They're not gonna know whether it's the, the backstory of the product or the history of the design or, you know, little things like that, just by using generalized stuff, it's just going to get lost in the crowd. It's just going to be another product that's out there. And um, at that point too, you, like I said, you're going to reduce your, uh, your conversion rates. And by having good copy, it gives you another channel, another increase, another point, so to speak, to, uh, to increase your chances for that sale the usually the the image is going to be what draws them in and the copy is really going to help uh sell that product so uh content is king not only from an seo standpoint but also from you know a sales standpoint too yeah that's that's great i love all that and you know and, and if you have a shopify store or uh, even on woocommerce on wordpress those two platforms allow you to have a blog portion to your website and you know that's very crucial as well to be putting out content because all that seo is going to help your products being found shopify store area i you know i pay shopify each month for it and, and i've got a, a store but nobody knows who i am and it's you know the website is only going to have a, a limited amount of pages in the beginning however many products but if i can add a blog post every week to that now i'm just expanding my reach because my website is growing exponentially and gives google more opportunity to find it so again we'll probably do future episodes on you know content alone on blogging and things like that but um absolutely definitely get content out there whether it's on um on page as well as the the products um as well i like it all right so for me um my next one i think we've kind of covered a, a little bit but do utilize good graphics um good quality designs and things like that so like everything you do um should look good and appealing out there for one of my brands I actually just launched a giveaway today that i'm doing and i made sure to, to, to make sure that the 
you know, the dimensions were correct for the giveaway, that it was going to look right on a couple of social media channels, and that the product images were very clear, white, modern looking. Um, and I've seen some really bad images out there. Like, you know, if you're doing a giveaway in this example, uh, and if the image is bad, no one's free, never mind paying for it. So if you're in print on demand, make sure you have good graphics uh, um, and, and all that. And, and again, what what's good to you might be different to someone else. So if you have someone in your family or friends that you can trust, you know, run it, check it out. Here's a few new designs or here's a couple of graphics I'm going to put up on my social media, on my cover photo of Facebook or whatever. People will give you honest opinions. So if they're a good, um, you know, person that you trust for that, they'll, they'll definitely give you some opinions. That's a good tip within the tip. Definitely get opinions on your product and on the design itself. I like that. Yeah, and and you know, and um, you know, use Canva. Uh, if you're not a designer, Canva.com is you know free to use unless you want to get into some more advanced things like transparent you know uh, images. Then at that point, you would have to pay for it. Uh, but Canva is a great one. Stencil is another great free tool that you can use to create some images. Um, Pablo, which is by Buffer App. Um, but all these tools I'm mentioning are tools that basically have nice little templates for non-designers like myself. You know, not everyone can be a design guru like Scott, you know, <laughs> to cr crank out some <laughs> great quality designs. So, you know, for people like us, you know, we can use these software things and sure, there'll be some limitations as opposed to using Photoshop or Affinity Designer and some of the other leading design softwares out there. But until you can learn those or hire a designer, then I highly recommend using some of these um, web-based, you know, design websites, I suppose, to give you some templates and, and great um, designs or uh, images to use. I agree with that for sure, especially, you know, Canva, um, you know, they're only getting better, those platforms. They're so powerful as they are and free and they're only getting better. So they definitely make it easy for the, for the beginners. All right, and moving along to the next tip, uh, don't follow everyone. And this kind of goes hand in hand with the first one that I mentioned of focus. Um, it's definitely great to follow people within your industry, within your niche, um, ones that have already been there, have already um, got in the grind, got their hands dirty. They've really got lots of good tips and tricks and stuff, but don't follow every one of them. You know, don't follow hundreds of them because it's just going to get you even more confused. Um, you'll get inundated with different views, different mindsets. And Flav brought this up earlier, but you will get stuck in shiny object. And I called it shiny object hell. And man, it'll just, it'll drive you crazy um, because we're, you know, we're marketed to constantly, especially if you start following quote unquote gurus, um, different marketing gurus and stuff. They've got their, their retargeting ads and you're just going to get hit from every corner and it's going to be in that little spot in the back of your mind, like, well, maybe I should focus on that and do this. And again, just don't follow everyone because it's going to drive you crazy and stay focused and stay in your lane and, um, and crush it. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's a good one. I mean, definitely follow this podcast, you know, for sure. That's right. <laughs> um, you want to do that and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, but uh, yeah, I like that, you know, basically, you know, in, in my world in marketing and social media, there are you know, it's a very crowded space, the internet marketing space. So there's been, 
over the years, so many different people I have followed. And then, yeah, you start to go in one direction. You listen to their YouTube channel or podcast or Facebook group where they preach how to do this, but then other people preach other ways. And then you just kind of get stuck and you don't end up really uh, moving after that. And um, you don't want to do that. A, a good way would be to find people that I think you can um, you know, resonate with and, and maybe they their style kind of matches what you're looking to do. And um, and then just practice in time learning, whatever it is that you need to do next. That's where you need to learn. Um, you know, you don't need to learn every single thing about e-commerce or everything about marketing. You just need to learn what what it is you need to do next and, and don't get overwhelmed, because if not, then then, yeah, it's just it's way too much. And it kind of paralyzes you. Uh, the important thing is to learn something and then take action after that. Yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely. All right, so I think this is going to be the last tip for today, and then we'll wrap up, is um, to research what is already selling. So this kind of goes with what you know Scott said earlier, research, but I think he was talking more about like niche research, you know, product. Mm -hmm. But now a, a good thing you can do is to really research what is already selling out there. And, and especially if you're on marketplaces, there's always ways to see what is selling. On Amazon, you got the bestseller rank. On Etsy, you can pretty much do a search and see what's at the top. And that pretty much tells you that's what's uh, selling and seeing how many favorites they have and everything and, and all the other social proof. Um, but you know, you, if you're drop shipping, you can check out AliExpress. They even tell you how many orders in the last 30 days products have had um, so that we can see what's popular. And then also you can take to Instagram to their explore page and you can see right there many times products that are being advertised right there. Uh, so that tells you what's popular and what's, uh, so all, all these different and what is selling, I think is important because it can steer you down the right direction of not reinventing the wheel. And again, it doesn't mean to copy anything, but it can tell you like if you have some sort of idea or niche and you search out there and you, it's like cricket, then it might not be a good idea to do it. Maybe it's a passion of yours. Maybe it's a good idea, but it doesn't mean that there's a good opportunity to sell those types of widgets or something like that. Um, any other thoughts there on doing that? I no, I completely agree. You've got to go where the where the market is at. You know, like you said, you don't want to throw your hook into a, a pond that has no fish in it, and um, and and hope for the best. You know, you've got to give yourself the best. Uh, opportunity for sales and knowing where sales are happening, um, whether it's the the right product or the the right niche, the right design, that kind of thing. Definitely, uh, research is key. All right, so those are our tips for today. And in the future, we have a lot of other good things planned, like talking about Shopify, WooCommerce, as well as all kinds of other you know tips and tools and marketing. And, um, you know, again, if you have any ideas, things you want to uh, listen to on here or, or want some help on, uh, shoot us an email that's going to be right in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get some, you know, updates and, and stay up to date with us. And for right now, I think, you know, Scott and I, we want to make sure we stay on board with this. So we're going to do an episode every two weeks is when you can expect uh, something new from us. Uh, weekly, we probably can't commit to yet. That'll be down the line, but every two weeks we will have a new episode come out every uh, second Monday, so a couple new episodes per month. And uh, we also have a website and some other resources in the works for you, so stay tuned for uh, that. Anything else to add, Scott, before we jet out of this first episode? I am super excited to be able to, to bring this to the masses and bring this podcast to fruition. 
Um, again, like, like Flav said, if you guys have any questions at all, be sure to, to send us that email, contact us. Um, if you even have any topics for episodes or anything, we are absolutely open to that kind of stuff. So um, be sure to, uh, to just let us know. Let us know what you want to hear. And we are here for you, whether they're specific uh, tips and tricks that you want to hear or whether they're uh, kind of general business related, any of that kind of stuff. Let us know. We're here for you. And super excited to bring this to you guys. All right. Sounds awesome. All right. Thanks, Scott. Um, everyone else, make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you on the next episode.